a world champion with a body like that. And this man. And that's the bottom line. The reign of the modern day Maharaja. And now, your world podcast champions. There we go, um, Travis, new intro. My you like man, it? I do, a lot, very, I've been working very on that much. intro all day. I'm glad, it actually paid off. Yeah, you said you didn't like a lot of the uh, names in there, so I try not to do any, like, the wrestlers saying their names. That's what makes it even better, that's why uh, I no. like it. So, Travis, Travis is in Seattle, Washington right now, having fun, yep, doing some politicking. Yep. Yep, I mean, right now, there, y'all are, well, if we're, we're talking Central Time Zone here for a second, because this is where we normally base our, our podcasts out of, but right now, it's about 10.54 uh, local time for Central Time, and I am up here living on that 8.54 time what? as we speak at this moment. Yeah. Oh, it's early dude. for you. You still get a party tonight. Oh, it's dude. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you right now. This this Seattle trip has been straight up just relaxing. Like, That's awesome, I, man. Are you with uh? Are you with your girl or by yourself? My girl was supposed to come with me. Um, unfortunately, she was able to get time off. So I'm mm. up here. We can't. We came with a group of people anyway. So. Uh, oh, okay. It's celebrating one of one of the dudes that I'm I'm close to. I, I refer to him as my brother. It's his birthday this week. So, I came up with him last year. Uh, when because he, he comes home every single year, he's from Washington, so he goes back every year. Um, so Washington I went with fans, him last up? year. Yep. Sorry, Which, yeah. no, no, you good. I just I just came up with him last year. I had fun first time around. Uh, tomorrow's our last day, and then we leave out early Saturday morning. So tomorrow we're gonna be hitting up Northwest Trek for those of you that know where that's at here in Seattle, and then we're gonna hit Mount Rainier as well. Tomorrow, as part I'm of just the hike, a, so. I'm just a little Oklahoma boy. I don't know those things. It's okay. You went out to California, man. So I mean, it's pretty That's much the same that sort of thing. Not really, though. But you know, to say well, I mean, they're both kind of liberal, I guess you'd say. Um, oh yeah, I mean, they're West Coast style. Yeah. Um, what should we talk about first, Travis? So much I mean, shit going on in the wrestling world. SummerSlam this Sunday. I'm pretty excited. It's not this Sunday. It's a week from this oh Sunday. Oh, my God. I am not excited anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm gosh. serious. Are you sure? And I only know... Dude, I know that for a fact because the next day is when I go back to school. So, yes, I know for a fact that it's uh, a week from a week from this Sunday. That sucks. I was so excited. This, I was like, oh, man, I hate when I do that shit. That's okay. I mean, I've pretty much felt bad on my diet all all week anyway, so oh I understand. My God. Let's not talk about diet. I'm freaking horrible right now. Well, last two days have been doing good, but last four months, <laughs> nothing. Dude, nothing. this last week has been. I mean, I've literally ate every single kind of junk food that you can imagine, from pizza to candy to beer to anything. It's all you those can drugs imagine. you do, bro. Those drugs. It's not all those drugs that I do. <laughs> Stop telling people that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, to wrestling. What shall we talk about? Let's save SummerSlam stuff for next week. We can talk about some of it, but we're not going to go. We're not going to go down the match card. Well, no, but I will say that I, I actually like SummerSlam thus far. I think the for the most part, there's only been one curveball. Uh, two curveballs. Entire SummerSlam card revival. I too. Mean, 
Yeah, well, the uh, the revival that's not necessarily a curveball. That was a straight fastball straight to the injury line. Well, was, it, well, I mean, it was like a change of card, real quick. It, it was, but I say that because I mean it. It sucks because the revival just came back from having. I know. It, coincidentally, it was the guy uh, who was injured the first time. He uh, he just came back from uh, having his uh, jaw yeah. broke. Scott Dawson, and now. No, it was Dash Wilder. Oh, Dash, but yeah. Now, well, Scott's injured but now. But now Scott's the one that's injured, yep. which I'm like, God, these two so, guys can't catch a Since they just returned like, not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, and they hurt again, should we call them the re-re-revival? Seriously, Ramsey. Don't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, I'm I get just... it's late for you right now, but come on, man. I just had to, man. Oh, so um, I'm going to stay off the match card too much. I'm not going to go down one, you know. Go each one. That's fine. We'll say that next yeah. week. Um, so, well, I mean, we can talk a little bit about it. I was actually telling uh, this this uh, person who comes in um, my work to pick up some food. Uh, they're a regular fan, too. And we were talking about how, how many storylines that could go so well. I mean, could you – here's some variations of the Reigns, uh, Reigns match with the Fatal 4-Way and uh, not including um, – the Rollins and Dean Ambrose thing. So if Rollins and Ambrose get together, this is hypothetical. My prediction would be cool. No, I didn't read no spoilers. So can you imagine if they got together, but they didn't? They didn't act like they got together the whole show or whatever. They were like they were like an asshole to each other the whole time. And then either Reigns doesn't, uh, either Reigns needs the Shield's help to win the title, or Reigns wins the title. Baron Corbin jumps ship, tries to get Reigns' title. Shield comes out to help Reigns once he's won the title. Uh, there's so many cool variations. Does it sound cool to you at all? Not the Baron Corbin part. Well, no. I mean, um, I thought it'd be I, don't, cool. I don't like that. Because jumping like that part ship. At all. No, well, I, I think it's too soon that. for him to win the title. I don't think he should be jumping ship. Period. He needs to stay right on SmackDown where he belongs. And I say that because SmackDown. Really is the guy is the place where if you're wanting to establish Baron Corbin as a dominant heel, that's where he needs to stay. Because if he goes over to Raw right now, he's fighting for real estate over on Raw at that point. Because there's plenty of guys over on the Raw side mm-hmm. of things that could eat him alive when it comes to being a a good heel on the A show. Okay, so and, if the Shield thing doesn't even plant pan out. Wouldn't no, be, I like your idea of the shield thing, but I have a better variation of where that could go. Okay, now before we get to your variation, up, what if the shield thing didn't happen, and would you be down for Baron Corbin jumping ship, getting the title from a Lesnar, Reigns, whoever? No, like I just said, okay. I don't want him to jump ship, period. He doesn't need to I'm go I'm honestly to not that huge of a fan of Corbin anymore. I used to be. He's it's it's weird. He's kind of in a limbo right now. This is why I say this is why SmackDown is where he needs to stay. Yeah. Because they can they can experiment with him. They can find out what's what's working with they, him, what's yes, not working experiment. with him. They they've got that they've got that time. They've got that leeway. If he goes over to Raw, he's not going to have that freedom. So what do you think about and, and, um uh when John Cena called him skinny fat? I was laughing so hard. It's no different than when Triple H called CM Punk skinny. And fat. CM Punk's never really been skinny fat. Baron Corbin really does. That, feel no, that Triple H. Triple H. I remember that. To him twice in a promo as a skinny <laughs> fat ass. Which, for those of you who don't understand what that's talking about, that's talking about a guy who, not in cut. all nature, yes, is skinny, 
but is not defined and isn't cut. So he's he in that circle of circumstances he's being referred to as fat. So he's a skinny fat ass. So I'm pretty just much, in case y'all don't I'm, get it. I'm pretty much a fat ass fat ass. I wasn't gonna go into <laughs> details. That's not my thing. I don't so what was you. what was your hypothetical about the whole shield thing? Are you going off the Corbin or the shield part? No, I'm going off of the shield part because I kind of you just opened my mind up to another. I mean, come on, man. They were they weren't shaking hands or bumping fists. It's like well, here's planning out. Well, it's it's working out the way the WWE wants to because I think they were panicking and jumping the ball way too quickly about oh, getting on to Ambrose and Rollins about doing the the embrace because when I saw the footage because when I read about this, for those of you who are unaware, there was a rumored backstage heat on Ambrose and Rollins for I guess the first week that they really started pushing for this storyline. What do you mean heat? As in, they had a they were getting some bad juju, if you will, backstage. Oh, if they meant from, against each other, they didn't like each other or something. No, no, as in like from backstage, uh, from backstage people, like they they were on they were on the shit list, if you will. Really? Uh, it's so funny because like online. Hold on, I'm sorry. Did you not know? Did you huh. not hear about this? What? This was the this this again. This is the rumor. Has it been confirmed? No, because obviously things. And if are you fine want to find the confirmed rumor, rumblingrumors.com. Okay, go. There you go. Uh, the 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 back the backstage thing that they were saying was that because those of you who recall, it was just about two or three weeks ago. I'm going to say two weeks ago, mm-hmm. when all this really started. Ambrose and Rollins were in a tag match main event. And they embraced at the okay. very end. So uh-huh. they were hugging. Well, apparently, this whole storyline... Too soon. Exactly. They, they gave the payoff way too Ooh. soon. So WWE officials, particularly, apparently, and again, this is just going off of what the story was, um, Triple H was said to be the one who was extremely upset with them for, for doing that. But... Looking back at the footage the, the next week, because I'll be honest, I didn't finish watching the match, so I didn't really get to see what the whole big deal was. Yeah. But it was. But when they showed the footage the following week, and I got to see it, I can I can definitely see where they would have had they could have had an issue. But there was one little caveat that was done that I think uh, was able to keep the allure and keep it the storyline. And it was simply it was a very small move. Did they cut but it, it was off just the Hulu enough. part? No, no, it was. I, I think it's still on the Hulu part. Okay. But what what happened was when they embraced, Ambrose kind of shoved Rollins off after a couple of seconds. Oh, he don't so want that. So it was kind of. Well, it was kind of. That's where I was going to go with it. It was mm. kind of. I think that was what. If somebody really looked back at that footage, they could pick that out of there because it was like, oh, okay, he's happy he won the match, but wait a minute, he's still keeping his guard up because he's like, this is the very same guy as he's been saying for the last three years who stabbed him in the back, he doesn't trust him. So it was like, it, again, it was just a spur-of-the-moment situation. Sounds like me and uh, your relationship. Right. <laughs> just kidding. But, uh, but no. it's funny, I didn't even know that. Well, I don't know why they get that much heat over it. I mean, what's I mean, there aren't, they're like the top, well, least no, they Seth are. Rollins is. No, well, I, I would have to I say... I mean, Dean Ambrose this, is freaking this be, craving. This may, be, this may be now what brings Ambrose back. To a, to a relevant circumstance, which is great uh, for yeah. Ambrose, obviously. Man, he, but he is craving this. Here is my my idea when it comes to the shield, and this actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump to Raw this upcoming Monday because this is my theory. 
Um, Brock Lesnar is supposed to be in the arena, but being that he's he works the light schedule that he does... He's been here a lot lately. He has, but I think this is all going to lead towards somewhere. But, again, I'm not going to reveal any of that. We'll save that for next week's show. Yeah. Um, but with Brock Lesnar, he'll be there next Monday. So I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he'll be there, but he will not be involved in a match per usual. So oh. I think the main event of Raw for next week, and I'm just guessing, is going to be a six-man tag, and the uh, teams will be that of Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, and uh, I'm thinking of one other guy. Um, or, excuse me, they're going to go the opposite route because they don't want Braun to be in there because he's more of a monster type, so he kind of gives an unfair advantage on the team. Mm. So scratch what I said to start. So it'll be actually Cesaro and Sheamus, the tag team champions, teaming up with Samoa Joe mm. instead. So it'll be Joe, well, Cesaro, and Sheamus on one team. No, no, I'm just guessing this is what's going to happen. Oh. Um, I'm like, guessing... What? I'm thinking there's probably going to be some kind of promo where Braun and Lesnar are going to be involved in it, but Braun's not going to be involved in the main event six-man tag, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be the tag champs of Cesaro, Sheamus, and Joe on one team to take on the reluctant reunited shield of Reigns, Ambrose, and Rollins. I I think we're going to kind of have the shield reunion there. I hope not. I hope not. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) This is where I'm getting. I think that's going to be the start, and they're going to get the feel from the fans of whether or not this is a good idea or not. If it does, and it pans out in the favor of bringing the shield back, then my theory for SummerSlam, um, well, should I say it or should I just wait till next week? Say it. Say it? Okay. Yeah. So so my guess is by the end of SummerSlam, Rollins and Ambrose will be your tag team champions. Hmm. They somehow are going to get involved in that fatal four-way match to assist Reigns to become Universal Champion, and now the Shield runs Raw, the tag team and Universal titles. Hey, I would like that. That sounds awesome. You know what I, would go that what I was thinking? Um... You were talking last week on episode 40 of Rumbling Reality. You can go back and check it out on any major podcast stuff. Uh, you were talking about um, if the if the Shield were to turn heel or, you know, be bad when they came mm-hmm. back. I've actually been thinking about it all week, and I was like, that actually sounds better. It is. And, think, and the way that I just described it, which is where I think they could be the catalyst for going heel, is them getting involved. Mm-hmm. Because... Nobody wants to see Reigns win, so why on earth are they helping him win? Exactly. I was telling that guy in the carryout that that's exactly what will happen. If they do help Reigns win and, like, Reigns about to lose, God, man, that'd be freaking nuts. It'll, it'll go one of two ways because there's a lot of people like myself, and you can attest to this, I was a Shield fan from day one. So there are yeah. some people that I are not. still— Well, I liked him, but I was not a huge fan. There's, there's still people to this day who do enjoy the shield, so it can go one of two ways. If it's executed the way that I'm thinking it can go, which is where I think it should go, then 100% they could pull off a heel turn. Um, but if you have, especially with it being in Brooklyn, at the Barclays Center... Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Sorry. Oh, man, I can totally see this. I can see this backfiring on WWE's that major plan. That was a prime plan. time joke. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm sure they got that. Okay. Um, 
but I can totally see where this could backfire on WWE. What do you mean? And all Another sudden, boo or what? Where they, they're trying to make them heal, if the Shield reunites, and, and they try to make them heal, <laughs> yeah. but that, again, especially because of they'll be. They'll be in Brooklyn, New York. New York yeah. is always known to mm-hmm. be the town where they will cheer for who they think or whatever they like. It's not about what WWE would like. I just got a feeling, though, if Reigns is involved and Reigns act like he's the... I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're right. You don't, that's you really don't know what's going to happen this time if that happened, honestly. Yeah, it, it'll either be taken the way they think, where they they put the title on Reigns, which would totally make Reigns the leader of the Shield at that. That point, was my next which thing. That, I know we talked about it before, but I want to go on a little more. Who is the ahead. real leader of this? Like, who comes out the leader? I mean, I know there was never a leader before, but everybody thought. Ambrose was well, the leader. everybody is. That I was going to say that was the presumed idea was Ambrose was the guy behind the shield. Granted, they always would do the promo and they'd get equal time, so it really never felt like there was never one superior guy over the others until they put their first titles on them when it was yeah. Rollins and Reigns who were the tag team champions originally, and Dean Ambrose won the singles title with the U.S. title. So now. But if you notice, after they even lost their titles, and especially where you can really see it, where they feuded with the Wyatt family, for mm-hmm. those of you that remember back in 2014 when that Wyatt and Shield uh, uh, pro- program went on, um, anytime that you would see a picture of the Wyatts and the Shield as part of, you know, like the upcoming match is next kind of thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, you would, you'd always have Bray Wyatt in the center of the Wyatts. Exactly. And you'd always have Reigns in the middle I mean, of the Shield. I'm sorry to say, you really can't have a three duo without somebody standing out. Well, somebody has to stand out sooner or later because they may cut better. They may cut a better promo and then fans want to hear them more. They connect better with fans. Sooner or later, it you know, becomes... Something and I, out the of all three of those guys, though, who do you they, think that talks they forced better? it? Who I think talks better yep. on the mic? Uh, in, on the mic, yep. in my opinion, the guy who's the best out of all three is Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, do I think? How, he, how about before though? <laughs> uh, before, I would still totally. I would say promo wise. Um, because of the way that the, he delivers a promo mm. is pretty much how I've always felt a successful star delivers a promo, um, I would have to say Rollins, because again, the, the style of promo he delivers. But if I was to go back and really say who was supposed to be the leader and who I think was the overall leader, I still would say Ambrose. Because Ambrose, and this is why, Ambrose was always the guy that was saved for last to get his part of the promo out. He always had the sure. most intensity out of all three of them, even more so than Roman Reigns. Because like I said before, if you go back and watch those S.H.I.E.L.D. promos, Roman didn't really utter very much, and when he did, it was always in the same monotone, or he never would change his pitch, he never would change his tone. So his delivery never changed. Ambrose, he could go up and down and all around Mm -hmm. and everything like that. So he, to me, was definitely the quote-unquote nope intended for his gimmick that became uh, after he broke away. But he was the unstable one, but at the same time, it was a... It was a weird version just, of unstable control. It's just hard for me because, I mean, obviously out of the three guys, Reigns... He's had the least success. Out of, yeah, oh yeah. But of all three guys, Reigns obviously the marquee guy, sells the most products. He's WWE's guy. Yep. Yeah, he's basically the main, main guy. in the, Besides Brock Lesnar and John Cena, who do you think usually falls next? 
right now. For, for right just now. in general, for 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 either them pushing or how Vince thinks or merchandise. Reigns is top oh, three. From, well, it's yeah, it's already been statistically proven by merchandise sales that Reigns ha- doesn't even have a, a close second. Apparently, really? he sells more. He sells oh, just he... as much. Wow. Uh, as much merchandise, if not more, now than John Cena, Ooh. which surprise, which surprises me, Maybe just me because of the fact that AJ Styles to me has gained a ton. Well, because of AJ Styles doesn't, he, I don't know. A lot of women love Reigns. They love that kind of big dude, a little bit dark. Exactly. That's that's he's why. marketable. Exactly. He's a marketable. And guy. A lot of girls nope. don't like. Well. Oh no! I was. This was adding to your point. AJ is not the. Gr- granted, a lot of people will say Seth Rollins is the next Shawn Michaels, in my opinion, and a lot of other people, especially veterans. Opinion, I hope he sticks around, uh, though. Honestly, I mean, I can, Seth Rollins. I can see him sticking around, but I really want to see him develop. Because he, he really, he, he really hasn't gone out of any kind of shield. Is uh, out of the shield. He really hasn't like truly transform into something different because you know most stars their first i mean it's arguable too their first you know push their first run with whatever character they end up not usually working out not usually and they kind of transform slowly i mean uh i guess Rollins is a little more defined version of his old self but he hasn't really like gone to like a hunter hearst helmsley to a triple h it's almost like freaking pokemon <laughs> no you're you're exactly right he hasn't really he hasn't really had like a huge transformation. To be fair, though, I don't think really any of the three of them have. Um, I just think they've kind of taken I mean, the for best what? parts. I don't know what rain. I don't know what they're doing. Reigns. They need to like do something different with him. Like he needs to. No, they need to. They need to keep doing. No, yeah. they need to keep doing what they're doing with Reigns. I again, I I, I am a Roman Reigns fan. I guess I'm looks. I do. I, it's the style and that vest and stuff. It's too much shield for me. It, it it does, and a lot of people think the same. But at he's the, the only same one who time, kept it. So exactly, and that's why he kept it because if you look at where everybody went with the shield, yeah, they have all since changed their look in some form or fashion. Rollins or Rollins changed because he went from wearing you know, the what I'm going to call the SWAT team getup. Yeah. He went from wearing this because they all had that. I, so they I, all I was badass. Their shield outfits, I love them. Oh yeah, yeah. So again, I'm going to refer to them as the SWAT team outfits. Um, he went, Rollins went from his to a guy that wears the standard tights and boots and things like that. So he changed his look and he got rid of that blonde freaking hair streak. Thank God. I like, for I that. love that. Of course you did, dude. Uh, I love that shit. I know you did. Anyway, it gives character. Uh, I know you like that. I get it. Anyway, okay. Uh, what, what kind of joke's this? Oh, is this a gay joke? What is it? No, this ain't no. This ain't no joke whatsoever. I love Jeff Hardy. I, again, I love that kind again, of stuff. That's where it comes from, is because Jeff Hardy had the different hair color all the time. You enjoyed that too, so it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that you enjoyed Rollins too. That's why I love Rollins <laughs> the most out of all three of them. Okay, so now getting back to what I was saying, he's changed his look to a full, complete look. I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> Ambrose actually, I think, has lost weight and got more defined. Um, but he went from wearing his SWAT team getup to wearing now he's wearing his shirts, his so actual it, shirts that I don't he like sells, it, to, or, or a wife beater. I'm sorry, he'll wear a wife beater and jeans, which is, I mean, that's okay. That's whatever. You're going with the rough, rough, tough yeah, guy. Yeah, some cool. cool stuff. I don't like that. Well, you know, it, it, I mean, he's the only one that wears it, so I'll, I'll take it. 
Um, if it, if there were multiple guys like wearing that right now, then yeah, we'd kind of have a problem. Uh, but then you've got Roman, who did keep. He basically kept the basis of the SWAT team outfit, which I think is okay because they actually came to him and said that they uh, were going to ask him to get rid of the chest plate. He actually is the one who asked to keep it, and I actually do like the reason yeah, why he said he wanted to keep it. it. I don't mind it in the sense it feels too much shield and not enough like developed in the character. I disagree at this point, and it's only because he has changed the the you're, original you're a version. Marines fan. No, I, he's changed the original version to make it his own. Yeah, and it and now honestly, I can't picture Roman Reigns without him wearing the vest. That's true. And he did that on and he did that on purpose, and that was his reason for asking to keep it was because the look still stood out. So it was like and and you and you can't take it away from the guy. He was smart because guess what? They have Roman Reigns uh, vest replica uh, replicas available on WWE Shop. Oh, yeah. So it's another form of market marketing that they could do for Roman Reigns. So, at the end of the day, he was smart to actually vouch to keep it. Yeah. Um, so, and he's changed it with different colors, like the blue, the white, the gold, the red. He's 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 got variations. So, yeah. He's, so, he, let's, he was make, smart let's go with to a different topic real quick so we can do a couple of different things. Um, I guess back to Baron Corbin real quick is my question earlier. I'll make, make as quick as you can, I guess. Um, sure, sure. What would you, what do you think Baron's Corbin outcome should be? Like what you, the money in the bank contract? What should he do? What would what would suffice for you or the fans or his development his character? Well, first off, I, I it's it's hard for me to say that I like what they did with Corbin mainly because I think it was kind of a curveball with the, how they did everything on SmackDown. Um, you you and I have talked about this away from the podcast, but I'll bring it up now. Um, having Nakamura beat Cena. Uh, was something I think. Well, maybe we did talk about this briefly. Um, I didn't see it coming, mm-hmm. so I I definitely will give kudos and props to WWE for changing it up from what they were selling mm-hmm. because the what they were originally selling was it was going to be Cena versus Gender. At least that's what they were making Gender. you think the yeah. week before. Um, so again, props to them for keeping fans on their feet and actually being like, oh, no, 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 guess what? We're going to do this instead. Um, very, very clever, very well done. Um, Corbin and Cena right now, um, so far, it's kind of up in the air, and they've only got one week to go um, to make this a match that's actually worth uh, worth me sticking around what? and watching it. It's so um, grand... together. It's like weird. Well, and the Twitter banter between him and Nikki Bella has been pretty good. So oh, really? it's kind of like, yeah, that kind of adds a little bit of extra oomph mm-hmm. to it, which that, that I have to admit is something I do like about our social media age and Twitter and everything is that this, this little bit, because when you think about it, what was the feud that revolutionized Twitter as being a, a stepping stone to building a good rivalry. Do you remember what feud I'm referring to? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, give me a little tiny hint. What year? Last year? No, 2012. 2012 on Twitter? Yes. Hold on. Uh, Zack Ryder? No. 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 That's good. Give, guess, give me a hint. Though. A little hint. A little hint. 
uh, two biggest stars ever. What the? Ever? Oh, yes. HBK and AJ Styles? No. Are you for reals, dude? <laughs> another, another hint, another hint. I can't give you any more hints at that. I just gave it to you. In 2012, The Rock and John Cena. There you go. Oh, my God. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Tell me what other feud beforehand was ever really truly just built from social media. Because yeah. think about it. Think about Zach it. Zack Ryder. They announced uh, – no, no. His career was built from social media, not his rivalry, his career. So now uh, Didn't think Did CM Punk that. or somebody give him a chance one time to Twitter? Somebody. No, it was it was just CM Punk who said, hey, check out Long Island IZ That's for Zack Ryder. So, again, putting that aside, um, you have The Rock and Cena You're who feisty. announced – no, no, I'm just making a point. Uh, they just they had Rock and Cena announced for from WrestleMania 27, okay, and we got the announcement of the main event of 28 a year in advance from when we were supposed to see it. It never it never had been done before, and there were so many factors. Despite despite what you want to say about the actual match itself, the build up was unlike anything WWE or professional wrestling had ever been done before because yeah, it was the, it, it, it the whole rivalry for the most part was built mainly around Twitter but with social media in general mm -hmm. that's all they did because Rock of course was still filming movies and things like that he he'd show up to make appearances occasionally but bef but beyond that most of their interactions took place behind a keyboard you know what i mean that that had that had never been done before. So now you take this and fast forward to 2017. Some of the best rivalries have been started through Twitter conversations, or rivalries that were already in the up and up are enhanced because of Twitter, because of the bantering that can go back and forth. True. It's 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 been it's it's got its good. Of course, social media always has its flaws, but at least for the form of entertainment value of WWE. You can sometimes get some of the best things from Twitter. And Baron Corbin, if they're smart, here in the next few days, um, I would say from this point until SummerSlam, there needs to be a lot of interaction on Twitter. Get personal with it, you yeah. know? Have, have Baron well, kind of keep nudging it just, it's almost, a little bit. It almost feels like a thrown together so quick. I really want That it's hard to get invested into it. Yeah. And it really is. It, it's extremely. It's it's hard to get invested into Nakamura versus Mahal. Um, it, it's definitely hard to do that because not only are you trying to get people invested into the WWE title match for SummerSlam, but you're doing it with two guys who are still very new mm -hmm. to the main roster, main oh, yeah. event scene. Because this Jinder is probably Mahal, the first time I can recall. Sorry to use your word. I first time I can recall, and I don't know how long. That two guys are going into SummerSlam or some main pay-per-view, pretty much going to headline or second to headline, and both guys, there's both guys are so new. It's and it's weird. It's there, and, and let me clarify this for everybody: they are new to their to, spot yeah. on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. Not that they're necessarily new to the roster, but just new to the spot that they are in. Now, some would argue that Nakamura isn't isn't uh, any stranger to a headlining spot. 
but he is when it comes to being a main player so, on a main event level his, for speaking WWE. Speaking about Nakamura's spot, the little rumor going on right now is that Vince is really upset with Nakamura about his botch with John Cena when he went for that... Uh, when he went the for exploder his, uh, suplex. Yeah, and uh, John yeah. Cena landed on his neck. So, so yeah, do you I read think about this is going to play at all into who's going to win on SummerSlam? No. No, no, because it could be an update to that situation from from what officials have said. Um, the anger wasn't really towards Nakamura. It was just more so of defending Cena. Mm. Um, and the way that they did that, though, they did add a little caveat that said, um, but don't think that Vince will forget this, and if Nakamura does something to this extent again on the main stage... Don't be surprised if Vince does derail yeah, the too. Nakamura push, which kind of sucks. But at the same time, if but I, and I don't want people to think that I'm dissing Nakamura whatsoever because this is something that I want people to keep in mind. Nakamura hit the exploder suplex on Samoa Joe. Yeah. So um, to say well, that he's to, done to, it before to to give Nakamura credit. Cena didn't really roll back like he should either, though. No, he didn't because he times. took the he he took the he took the bump, and this is and, and again people are going to be like, well, you don't know because you're not a wrestler. So yeah, they <laughs> got a point. They're right. Um, but from what I have seen um, with that exploder suplex, Cena did not position his body the proper way to take the exploder because the way he took the bump was mainly just a back suplex style that we've seen done multiple times, whereas the Exploder, and this is where Nakamura, I think, may have messed up. I have to go back and look. But typically, when he hits that reverse Exploder, he'll put his hand like um, on, the, uh, on the, uh, the, the crevice of where your kneecap is, like behind your knee, yeah. and he'll lift that part over to give you that extra flip over. Whether he did that or not, I'd have to go back and look. But I don't think Cena positioned his body properly to take that, which I think also plays into why, at the end of the match, Nakamura, who did, and, and let's make this bad. clear, I, too, I saw it. he did, and he apologized to Cena, and that right there showed that he did care, and he was more so worried about, did I hurt my guy that I was working with? And Cena said, don't apologize for that. Yeah, so I, that. I think... I think and this this may be where I, I'm I'm correlating it, but Cena himself may have known that he took that bump wrong. So it was more so of him admitting, "Hey, you didn't you didn't screw up here." You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it could have been. I'm not saying that's what happened, but that could have been why he told him, "Don't be sorry," because in that instance, if it was his fault for taking the bump wrong, then he shouldn't have to apologize because it wasn't his fault. You know. Yeah, it's their job to do it every day. It's going to happen sooner or later. Some problems. Yeah. It, exactly, and that's and that's another thing that people bring up uh, and people said about this particular situation was the job that they are involved in. Stuff happens. Accidents happen all the time. But one party acknowledged the the problem, and even if it wasn't his fault, he still went up to and, and not just any guy, but the face of the company that he was working that he's working for now. Um, he went up to him publicly, not even behind the scenes, while they were still in the ring, and apologized to him. So, to yeah. me, you don't get you don't get more professional than that, you know. 
So I don't think that. that hurts Nakamura at all. Well, that's good. I mean, that's what I was thinking too. Hopefully, it doesn't. Um, I just I, I I just worry for the the actual match itself because agreeing uh, with everybody stuff. Yeah. That and more so because I. I mean, Jinder has some before, pretty good matches, though. Honestly, Jinder is a very solid in-ring worker. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Um, working for this with Nakamura, though, again, you're talking about two guys who are still brand new to their spots on the main roster of where they are at now. Jinder, who went from being a jobber to champion in less than six weeks, to Nakamura, who came on to the main roster and let's be honest, for the most part, has been uh, trifling the waters a little bit here. You know, he's just, he, he's been treading, he gets somewhat of a decent reaction, but he doesn't get, like, the same reaction as a John Cena, which, to be fair, nobody really does. But somebody would even argue to be like, he doesn't get reactions like Roman Reigns gets. Whether you boo or cheer Roman Reigns, he's getting reactions. Yeah. So Nakamura doesn't get those unless you are in, like, a big city like, that's a big wrestling hotbed like Philadelphia, New York, those big towns that they are familiar with all types of wrestling and respect Nakamura for what he did before WWE, so they're fans of him already. Let's, let's get to a topic you're not going to like. You ready? Okay. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I, know, I know you don't like Dolph Ziggler. No, uh, well, since when? You told me two, two pod, three podcasts ago. No, I don't like I don't like where Ziggler is at right now because there's nothing new about him. Okay, so let me ask my question. <laughs> okay, so he's been off TV for a while now. I mean, you haven't seen him yep. in any storyline or nothing, and nope. people are wondering what's going on with him. So basically, right now, the WWE creative has nothing to do with him. My nothing. question to you is: Do you think he this hiatus? Maybe they should revamp him. And stop yes. doing the whole HBK kind of stuff. He needs to do that himself. And that's and that's the problem that I think that Ziggler has right now. Because Ziggler, when he started the show-off gimmick, yes, was very much a Shawn Michaels-esque tribute. Still, some would venture, obviously, still say it is, especially with him using the super kick to win matches, which I don't like that at all. I don't... Uh, I, whoever greenlit him to actually be able to win matches with that, to me, is beyond retarded. Um, because, to me, there's only one person in the entire world of professional wrestling that should finish any match with a super kick, and that is Shawn Michaels at the end of the day. Just my humble uh, opinion. There is so many guys who had it before him. Uh-huh. But how many times? Who can you name off? Okay, um, my point exactly. That, Haku. So, no. No. Your 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 argument has now since been uh, denied oh, and thrown God. to the side. Uh, that's, that's a good one. I'm, I'm you just saying. Denied and thrown to the side? Yeah, because I, I say so much stupid shit. Okay, well, I'll, I'll remember this then. I'll, you I'll should, get, that's I'll a good get one. T-shirt. I'll, I'll get you should get a t-shirt. Made. Yeah, see? You already come with the gimmicks right there. <laughs> denied, denied, and thrown to the side. Okay. So, okay. So uh, if he that, if he revamped himself, what the heck should he do? His for 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 how you know he is on the mic, and how you know the fans may react and his past. What should be? What should he go back? Spirit Squad style? <laughs> God no. 
Um, but I think that's that in turn is the problem. Uh, where do you go? I have no idea. I can't think of a way. I don't. Uh, but that's where it now comes back to the wrestler. That's your job to figure out now. If you're not, if you're having a problem making yourself known or relevant on TV, then there's something. It's it, it's not always creative, you know. And that's and that's the one thing that wrestling fans, I think, especially the ones that refer to themselves as smart marks, they forget that is it's not always creative's fault. You know what I'm saying? What's why is this guy not on TV? Yeah. Is it because of creative, or is it because people aren't invested in him anymore? You know what I'm saying? There's guy. At the end of the day, this is still your job. If you mm-hmm. want to be successful at your job, and this is with any field of employment, you're going to stand out somehow. You're going to do something that gets people notice uh, noticing you. Ziggler was noticed obviously because of his athleticism, his uh, performance to sell is beyond canny. Anybody, I, the only person I would say that sells better than Dolph Ziggler is AJ Styles, in my opinion. Um, beyond that, Ziggler's got that to his belt, but now, I don't know where you go with him. In my opinion, I, I feel humble. like even, yeah. I even feel like he could benefit from a, both parties could benefit from a Ziggler-Ty Dillinger feud. Just a small one, not something grand yeah. or gorgeous, but definitely you could throw out there. Uh, Ty Dillinger calls himself the perfect ten, but Dolph Ziggler is the show off. So who's who's more dominant, a show off or a perfect ten? You know what I'm saying? Just little nuances like that. It doesn't have to be something that is you know a huge storyline, but mm-hmm. something as simple and basic as that to where it could at least put you on the SummerSlam pre-show. Could actually do you some good. Yeah, I yeah. would rather. I don't know. I don't know about anybody else. And again, I'm not a wrestler, so I can't really say. But I think I would rather at least work the pre-show than not work SummerSlam at all. Yeah. At least That's that true. would be my thought. Yeah, I agree with that. It's so. something. Oh well, here's and here's a here's a good topic. I think could be a good oh, one to close out. Real on. fast. Oh no, no. Oh, you okay. want to go? Yeah, I gotta go. Forgot. Hold on, crap. I forgot. No, you're, you're fine. Keep forgetting you're in Seattle. Uh, no, it's okay. What's into, your topic, and then what's my, tell me what kinda, your topic kinda, is, and I'll tell you what. Let's kind of go into this a little bit. Changing character. So, Bray, uh, Bo Dallas. He's getting more aggressive. He's growing out a beard. Could he? Are you, are you sh- trying to say that he, he's gonna start? Could he? Should he? Bray Wyatt. Join. No. Why no. not? Because you need to keep the brothers separate. No, I think it's awesome. They should. Bo Dallas no. needs something. No, keep him a part of the Miztourage then. Cause For he's now, doing good there. but that's not a long-term goal, bro. That's not long-term. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I still don't think – I I don't think you should look at the brothers okay. as an option Bo right Dallas now. Bo Dallas with a mask like Kane joining his brother. I, I, again, I don't think you need to put Bo with his brother. Damn. And here's why. Here's why. Not because I don't like Bo, but because I like Bray more. Because Bray Wyatt's already done the group thing. He's been the leader of a group. He's had a henchman already. You cannot, you cannot okay. honestly tell me. Okay, a tag team me. for a while. No, and that's another reason why. Bray Wyatt is not a tag team guy. They don't push him okay. hard enough as a singles guy, so, I mean, come on. I, I disagree with that now, especially after his little run on SmackDown. Again, yeah. 
I'm not a fan of the fact that he uh, was moved from SmackDown to Raw because I feel like Me he's either. kind of lost. I, I think he lost a little bit of momentum. Yes. Oh, but yeah. then, but one could argue that that's not true either because even since his uh, shift over to Raw, he's been on every single episode. Yeah. He is. He has shown up, so he hasn't really lost any airtime. He's been booked in some pretty well. Never mind. I was about to say some pretty decent feuds, but that's not true either. Um, but this feud with Balor has a chance to be very good, um, and I don't expect anything less between the two of them. But to your point of do I think Bo uh, could benefit from that? Absolutely Bo could benefit from that, but Bray would not. And to well, me, you, know what? you I'm hurt not Bray. I'm not saying I don't not like Bray. I'm just saying Bo's been there a long time. He's put in a lot of time and NXT and different things. Nothing's really worked out for him. You never know. He could be a major freaking star and surpass Bray if you got to give him a chance. He could, but I think if that was the case, then we would have seen that time already come. And, yeah, and, but when you, uh, give him a comic, when you give a comical character to him, those guys don't last. Santino, hey, those kind of comical I, things. Hey, I'm just going to point out that the whole Bo Leaf character was not comical in NXT. It yeah. was actually something that got him booed. So, But um, he was coming out I don't funny, think, but yeah, I know what you're saying. So, yeah, I'm sorry. It, to me, it does nothing. It it does everything, of course, for Bo, and Bo could benefit from that. But I cannot honestly picture Bo Dallas being at Bray Wyatt's side for two, for three simple reasons. One, Bray's done the faction thing. We already know that he's a figurehead and a leader. Um, two, he doesn't need to be a tag team either. We saw that with Randy Orton, and honestly, I got up with the whole Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt team, tag team champions, whatever you want to call them. But three, how can you go from being a guy, as Bray Wyatt has been, for having backup in the form of Randy Orton, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, Braun Strowman? Okay. One guy, hold on, hold on, hold on. One guy has been champion 13 times, 14 now, excuse me. Um, and then the other three men that I mentioned are all bigger than he is, okay. size wise. Okay. So, so okay. So you're telling me the Undertaker, when he was in his main head division, going for titles and stuff, him bringing Kane on hurt him. No, because they, they did share. not bring they Kane as his partner. No, okay. they did not. They bring his partner, but he ended up joining him when of Taker course, was high up there. After months and months of them, okay, feeding. go that route, Bo Dallas, and even then, but even then, mm-hmm. even then, still toyed with you a little bit because they yeah. left that area of gray of where is Kane gray really working gray. with Undertaker or is Undertaker working with Kane? Is this even an actual brotherhood bond? I mean, they they toyed with that storyline and and did it very so, well to where you could never you, tell. Okay, then how about? Let's do the other thing. How about if Bo Dallas came out against... What is your deal with Bo Dallas? Why are you on this Bo Dallas case? (laughs) I I don't know. I've just been thinking about it. (laughs) How? Because he's growing a beard, getting more aggressive. I'm thinking, I wonder. Okay, so what if... I just feel like he could be something. I don't know why. So what if he came out to go against Bray for a feud? Would you want to see that? No, because... Uh. what? What's his gimmick? What I don't get what your kick on Bo Dallas is all of a sudden. 
I don't know. I'm just trying to keep this fresh. What did he do? Keep, what keep... did he do here recently that's all of a sudden got Ramsey thinking, <laughs> I want him to be a star? No, I'm just saying. They keep scrounging around for the next star, all this crap, when they have talent that's there who have been prominent before, NXT or whatever it is, and they keep pushing. I'm not saying I don't like Reigns, but they keep pushing people that are getting booed. And I think I said on the last podcast, or if I didn't, it's funny because I watched this thing. Uh, you know what culture is? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I love, I love what culture on YouTube. So yes. they had a whole entire thing I watched recently, and it's kind of old. It was saying how if this was the WCW versus Raw era, or WB era, Reigns would never make it. Vince would see all the boos and scratch him. I don't know. That's debatable. That's what he said on what culture. And I was thinking he's probably right. He if you get no, that, he is right. So. It's just funny to me that somebody gets so many boots getting pushed when there's guys that have talent just as much as Reigns and they are not they're not used. Dolph Ziggler, Bo, um, Zack Ryder, maybe. Um, you know what I mean? There's guys you, that have been there for so do long. Do you know why? Tell me. Because there's no more competition. What? There's no one. Don't act like you're shocked when you hear that. What do you Who mean? Who does W... Who does in in all in all honesty? Yeah. Who does WWE have as competition? And oh, then when, before you, you mean, answer oh, me, I thought you meant wrestlers. Okay, I'm sorry. I think you mean I see what you're saying. Yeah, WWE. Uh, GFW no is down their neck breathing. No, they are not. Okay, How New Japan definitely is something. Uh, no, New Japan isn't either. You don't think so? A little bit. I feel like they're getting no. so popular now. No, no. Let me let me put something into in perspective for you. Mm-hmm. WWE is Disneyland, okay? You know why I say that? Because Disneyland will trump Universal Studios all day, every That's day. debatable, too. They, no, it is not. Which is not age group? Whatsoever. A lot of things. Which age group? No. doesn't matter what the age group is. If you look at overall ticket sales, overall mm-hmm. merchandise sales, all the fact that Disney owns Marvel... Disney owns yeah, Star true. Wars. They bring okay, in more good, revenue good, than um, Universal Studios. So point. WWE, I get it. New Japan has been around for years, decades even. I get that. But on a national level, New Japan has not really gone anywhere until just here recently within the last four years, maybe five. Mm-hmm. WWE has been to Japan, has been to China, they are now launching the WWE Network in China as of August 18th. Kind of like a night in China? No, no, not even close. Sorry. Um, they just struck a new deal in India. They just struck a new TV deal in Colombia. Mm-hmm. They they do business in Europe. I've been reporting this stuff, I know. They've, they've done business in Canada for years. They've done Mexico City. WWE has gone everywhere. And despite what people would like to think, WWE is a worldwide entertainment company that is in no no way, shape, or form when it comes to licensing, when it comes to merchandising, advertising. WWE will not be beat and is not okay. even close I to being it. beat by anybody. You know, you know okay, they've been, been watching what culture. You know who else I miss? Hmm. Mason Ryan. I love Mason Ryan. I don't know why I love him. I guess because like my my it's like my Batista still there. I guess. 
No, your Bo Dallas is there for some reason. <laughs> so uh, let's finish the topic on uh, one of your topics. What was the one you want to say earlier? Uh, I was going to bring up Sami Zayn. Um, okay. Because a lot of people have been saying, especially with this recent feud, if you will, with uh, Mike Kanellis, um, he's gone from being a relevant guy or who could have been a huge main event star oh, yeah. in some people's eyes on SmackDown to now being jobbed out to guys like mm-hmm. Mike Kanellis. And they've already talked you feel- talked about – oh, sorry. I was just gonna. I'm just gonna ask you. Do you feel like Sami Zayn has gone from being star to jobber, oh, or do you yeah. still feel like Sami Zayn is still star power over on? I Smackdown? think I talked about this like five podcasts ago. I mean, I've never seen somebody being beat so many times, like outside the ring, behind stages, backstages. He's gotten beat so many times, like by other wrestlers, and make him look so weak. But uh, back to your point. Uh, well, towards your point, um, they've actually said after SummerSlam rumor, rumors, obviously, that they're gonna maybe give uh, Sami Zayn a title run. But I don't remember if it's a rumor or is my dreams. I'm not sure. I don't know, but I mean, heard that I, in my opinion, I haven't. But in my opinion, if Kevin Owens were to come out on top in this AJ Styles Owens feud, that should be the next stop for Sami Zayn is a title shot against Kevin Owens. Um, I feel like there's a lot of different feuds and especially some new ones that you can make yeah. over on the SmackDown roster because it, it maybe, maybe this is just going to be part of what we see, but I think you'll see SmackDown stars shine even more so. Um, I think since the Superstar shakeup, it's been really difficult for SmackDown to gain the traction that they had because they were the popular show up until the shakeup, where they then took all the popular guys with the exception of a few, and then they will say that they traded off some pretty popular guys from Raw to SmackDown. Um, they've lost their momentum. But now, you're starting to see SmackDown take a little bit more shape. Mm-hmm. You're seeing a lot more guys get a little bit more comfortable in their form. I promise you, after SummerSlam, Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add one detail to this. Yeah. If they do not do another superstar shakeup that's already been rumored, um, if they continue with just the rosters that they have and they don't do another shakeup until after WrestleMania, my gut feeling is telling me that we're going to see SmackDown thrive once more heading into WrestleMania I season. So. Pretty cool. I guess one last thing I want to say is, talking about Sami Zayn, I just feel like Kevin, it's kind of like correlates, Kevin Owens, I think he deserves to have the freaking title and run with it. He'll get there. Because He'll get there. I just don't get it. You have somebody who is a top star but doesn't feel like a top star anymore. I'm not saying the title makes you or breaks you, but hmm. at the very least, keep going for it. It'll give me a good No. Me. Oh, okay. I, I, disagree, I disagree, but here's why. Because Kevin Owens has been involved in a title picture. Now, some will say that the U.S. title is a but demotion. I want him to keep doing it for the WWE Championship. He will. Least. He will. Because, uh, in my opinion, what I think will happen after SummerSlam, if Nakamura becomes WWE Champion, I think he goes right into a feud with Kevin Owens. Or really? If, Ooh, or, that'd be awesome. Or, I would love that. Or, if he doesn't go straight into a feud with Kevin Owens... He'll feud one more month with Gender so that Gender gets his rematch. But after the rematch, it'll go to Nakamura and Owens. 
Dude, that be a WrestleMania. WrestleMania would be awesome. Personally, no, 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 no. Styles and Nakamura is oh, still yeah. apparently. Well, you don't have in. to have the belt to make that match good. That's the thing. No, but in my opinion, it would make it that much better because, quite frankly, yeah. um, I still I'm like I, I'm I like getting tired of it already. People are talking about it so much. It's like you've kind of already seen it on a main event scale in New Japan. You have you exactly, but again, I would like to see it because everybody already knows, or at least I'm sorry, at least the smart fans they already know of Styles and Nakamura from New Japan. But now you've got two big names that are on the biggest stage in wrestling now that will potentially work with each other at the biggest show in professional wrestling, fighting for now what could legitimately be called the most prestigious title, or or at least when it comes to longevity, in professional wrestling. Yeah. That... That's all the ingredients you need to make a WrestleMania classic right there. Or meth. It could. It, it, it could. It could go either way. They could very well, and, I'm, and I don't mean this is a dig to Styles or Nakamura, but if they are the pair that take the WWE title match for WrestleMania, they gotta there is really a chance they up. could flop. They, and it, I think they would, but I get where you're going with that because they could completely flop and not live up to the hype that everybody thinks There's they could. So but much hype, what though. if they could? What if they can? They have a really good chance, but there's just so much hype. Is it just me, or is Shinsuke's um, matches haven't been very amazing as of late? I don't know. I'm not really into him like I used to be. NXT, that's, I love them. That's my point. It, that's my point exactly as to where and his star not, power to is To me, that's right not now. good, though. Like I mean, I, I mean, I know that's that's pretty obvious, but I'm saying like, uh, John Cena, almost all of his matches are pretty exciting. Personally, Reigns, I mean, I like him. It's, it, he's good to watch. AJ Styles, every match he has, I'm always pretty like glued to the screen. But with Shinsuke, it's like I don't feel the same way anymore. And I I used to love him. I I like him a lot still, but I don't feel the same way I used to. Exactly. It's because it's a it's he's. He's still getting used to this. That's why I'm saying this This whole title match with SummerSlam really kind of throws things out of whack because you're dealing with two guys, one of which who is familiar with the main event scene in Nakamura, whereas you've got one who also is now just getting his foot into the main event scene in WWE. So it's very. It's going to be very interesting to see how Ma- both Mahal and Nakamura end up working together and it'll be interesting to see if they can pull off any interest for their match in Brooklyn. Well, uh, I know you. I know you needed to go. We think we uh, we got some good topics in today. Had a good little debate, fresh, healthy debate. Yes, sir. Um, let's plug ourselves. You can find me on Twitter at wwe ramsey. You can find Travis on Twitter at Travis underscore Falhark. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, Rumbling Rumors, slash whatever. Follow us on Twitter. Bam. Go and buy our <laughs> wallpapers that you can download <laughs> for, for free <laughs> on rumblingrumors.com. <laughs> That's right, free 99, best <laughs> deal around. Oh, nice one, too. That's another good Thank little you. shirt. Thank you. Free 99. <laughs> free 99. I've heard a lot of people say it over the yeah. few years. Well, I'm actually cutting to the music because I know you need to go. i got to edit this clip. Thanks, guys. Another great number 41 edition of Rumbling Reality. Peace out. Peace out, dog. Peace.